0: This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 342. And the quote of the day is from Helen Keller, who said, Blindness separates people from things. Deafness separates people from people. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers, music industry professionals, and thought leaders. Inspiration, education, and motivation for drumming, and beyond, and beyond, and beyond. What's going on everybody, Nick Ruffini here with another episode of the Drummers Resource Podcast, episode 342, amazing, thank you so much for getting us here And this episode, much like many of the other episodes, are free thanks to our good friends at Musicians Institute. Musicians Institute has been in the heart of Hollywood, California since the 70s, and they have a full curriculum that you can learn music performance, you can learn music business, you can learn production, DJing, electronic music, all sorts of different electives, all sorts of different courses, and they're taught by people who are in the trenches. They've been there, they've done that, they've recorded, they're touring, and most of them are still currently doing that so you're not dealing with someone who's never done it before. You can learn more about Musicians Institute, their great facility, and their amazing staff by going to mi.ed. You. Hey, listen, if you haven't already, do me a favor, leave a rating or review on iTunes. You can just go to iTunes, click leave a rating review. It takes about a minute, and I would appreciate it. And it also helps the podcast show up higher in the search results. So that is definitely a good thing. And that's your way that you can help out the podcast. If you listen to it, if you like it, if you get value from it, I would appreciate that as well. Uh, So let's get into this conversation. This is with Jackson Mann, and Jackson owns a company called Vibes and they make high definition earplugs. And I actually first found out about the company from watching Shark Tank. And I was like, wow, this this is a, a really great idea. And I myself, I always use earplugs when I practice or anything like that. But the, the, the one pair that I have were like 200 bucks. Vibes are significantly cheaper than that. Do the same thing as well. You don't have to get custom ear molds and all that. But the big reason, the main reason I wanted to have him on the podcast is to talk about hearing loss and hearing protection, because I can tell you that I've driven home from gigs a thousand times and my ears are ringing or they hurt. I wake up in the morning. I can't sleep from them, from them ringing. And anytime your ears are ringing, that's hearing loss. And us as drummers, musicians of any sort, any instrument that you play, or even if you're going to concerts a lot. It's something that you should seriously think about, whether you're young, you're old, it doesn't matter. Hearing protection is a very serious thing. And I know guys who literally cannot play anymore because their hearing is so bad and it's it never comes back. So once you do the damage, then that's it. So this conversation is really great. We talk about not only the things that affect your hearing and at what levels and what decibel levels, but how you can protect them as well. So, a very interesting conversation. Please take this information to heart and please take your hearing seriously. And inside of this conversation, Jackson reveals how you can get yourself a set of vibes significantly cheaper than everyone else. So, let's get into it with the founder of Vibes. Jack, how are you, my man? doing great. It is. Uh, it's good to have you. This is, it's funny how f- things come full circle. I actually, I first found out about you guys by watching Shark Tank. I love Shark Tank. It's like one of my favorite shows. Uh, and so I saw it on there and I was like, oh man, these thing these make complete sense. So essentially you guys make, you make high fidelity earplugs that are about a fraction of the cost because I have like the custom ones that I got, you know, 10 years ago and they were like $200, you got to go see a doctor, blah, 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 blah. Um, but you guys do it without, without having to do all that. Um, so tell me a little bit about, about how, this product came to be. I always think it's interesting how new products come to market because I know that a lot of my listeners are creative. They they want to make things either for the drumming community, for the just musicians in general, um, to either aid them, to you know protect them, to help them perform better, whatever it is. So I'm interested to hear how you got started with Vibes.
1: Sure, yeah, and thanks for thanks for having me on, uh, and I'm glad you could could catch the episode. But
0: uh, I think actually I caught it twice. I, I watched the okay, reruns. Okay. <laughs>
1: There we go. There we go. Um, so yeah, vibes vibes started I myself uh I am not a musician, but I am a huge uh fan of music and so I I frequent concerts. Um, I used to a lot more when I was a bit younger, but but definitely was seeing, you know, maybe 2-3 shows a week. Uh and I ended up actually rupturing my own eardrum at a concert being too close to a speaker stack. So that in and of itself is very rare. However, hearing damage at, at uh, concerts or for musicians is not. So I ended up going to the, the doctor the next day and said, hey, my, my ear is not feeling right. What's going on? They said, you know, you've done some acute damage and you should really be wearing hearing protection, um, you know, around loud sound. And it sounds obvious, but for some reason I had never, I'd never done that. So I, I put in a pair of foam earplugs at, at my next uh, show and it kind of just, took away from the experience it muffled the sound and it, it just didn't uh... it didn't make for a better a better music experience so that was really the catalyst to, to saying hey it seems it seems like either these products aren't really in the right place for people there's not enough awareness out there um, and and foam is kind of this archaic uh... kind of you know coverall for, for sound dampening but not for sound quality so that that was really the catalyst for vibes was my own kind of experience in, in, in damaging my ears and then feeling that there weren't uh, products aligned you know, properly uh, with with people who, who needed them most.
0: And it's funny, you, if you use the, the foam ones, whether you're at a concert or you're practicing or whatever, it sounds like the band is underwater or it sounds like you're playing underwater. And it's hard to hear that, that high fidelity sounds that you need, especially when you're practicing you know, you want to hear the nuances of the stuff that you're playing. So it's hard to hear those intricacies if you're just sort of, you know, for lack of a better word, it's like putting your fingers in your ears, right? Yeah, correct. There's no, there's no pass through. No,
1: no. So I make the, uh, I use the example a lot of saying, you know, if you've ever been in a room and there's a speaker playing in the next room, maybe you're at a a party or a venue or wherever, and all you can hear is that thumping of the bass, boom, 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 Uh, you know, that's what foam earplugs are really doing. They're putting a wall between yourself and the music. Mm-hmm. Um, and what high fidelity earplugs or vibes do is really filter the sound. So you're still able to hear it with clarity, just at a lower decibel where your ears aren't going to be ringing or becoming damaged.
0: I got you. So the, and one thing first, I like, I like products. I like when new products come out, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm not, a, it's weird. I'm not a gear guy, like a drum gear guy, but I love new product. I like anytime something new comes out, like whether it's tech or whether it's something cool like that, I'm just, I don't know. I, I like these kinds of things. These like artisan sort of handcrafted things. Um, and, but the other side of the coin is that, hearing loss and hearing damage for musicians is a very real thing. And I know a lot of my friends who suffer from it. I myself suffer from it because for years I, I practiced without earphones or without earplugs. I, I toured without, without having anything. Once I switched to in-ear monitors, it got a little bit different um, because I was actually, I could control the volume of, of what I was hearing. Um, But, but I had a, you know, I know that I, I've definitely lost some hearing from playing drums for you know 20 plus years. Um, talk to me about like about the sound levels and about how real of a of a threat this is, and and you know what you guys are doing to sort of help combat that.
1: Yeah, so to kind of try to frame it up, anything above 85 decibels is going to be damaging damaging to your hearing. Uh, it's a consequence of not only decibel levels but exposure time. And so at, at 85 decibels. Uh, it's, you have eight hours of listening until you get hearing damage, but every.
0: What's, so what's 85 decibels? decibels? What does that about?
1: That's like a loud conversation. I would say that's, um,
0: like a crowded bar somewhere. kind of thing,
1: crowded bar. Yep. Which can even be a little bit higher, but that's, you know, a, a busy street traffic, mm-hmm. things like that. Oh, okay. Um, when you, every three decibels that you go up, um, it cuts the exposure time in half. So it's it's definitely, you know, uh. not linear, it's exponential. So uh, if you get up to 91 dB, you know, which might be closer to a, a lawnmower or something, uh, you know, you have around uh, an hour of time. You get up into 100 dB, uh, you know, you're going to be at about 15 minutes. 103, you're going to get close to about 7 minutes. And so, uh, you know, we say that, that concerts themselves are around, a loud concert is at about hundred and ten and so you're doing hearing damage uh, as soon as you walk in the door. There, there is no exposure time. Uh, as that relates to, to drummers, um, you know, a, a study has said that basically hitting hitting the bell like on a, on a ride cymbal that's going to be about hundred twelve dB, hi-hat can be around 117, you know rim shots or snare drums are about 120 to 125 and so that is Really loud when you're sitting right there. Yeah. Um, so it's absolutely kind of damaging off the bat, and uh, and you know the biggest the biggest issue is this misconception that uh, you have to lose sound quality by lowering decibel levels.
0: Mm. So let me ask you about about ear damage, and this is my ignorance, but is ear damage reversible, or no, or once it's done, it's done?
1: Once it's done, it's done. So we, <laughs> uh, I think the easiest way to sum it up is. Every time your ears ring, it is irreversible hearing damage. Mm. Um, and and every time that man, ringing man, if I had happened. a
0: nickel for every time my ears were ringing after <laughs> like after a gig or or practicing or something like that.
1: Yep. And, and people just take that as a natural consequence, right? So you leave a you leave a, a gig and and you say to yourself, "Hey, my ears are ringing," but that's what happens. And, uh, and it's, you kind of forget that, that it's actually doing damage. And unfortunately, that damage is not. Uh, reversible or at least as as of today, if not. And so you're kind of just chipping away at that, uh, that block of ice of your hearing every time that, uh, that your ears ring.
0: That's insane. I, I, and just the idea, I didn't realize that I thought me again showing my, uh, my stupidity was, you know, I was thinking my ears were ringing. Oh, I just like hurt my ears or something. <laughs> it's sort of like I'm thinking of it like, you know, the, my muscles hurt after I go to the gym. So yeah, my, my up, ear, arm or something. yeah, it's like, oh, okay. My, I did, you know, I, I never thought, I never thought hearing damage. I always thought, oh, I just like, they're just ringing because of loud noise. Like that's what ears do. I didn't realize that that's actually hearing damage.
1: Yeah, unfortunately that ringing is the cells actually dying. And so uh, it's, it's, it's not like muscle regrowth from a bruised arm or something. It's, uh, it's gone. So
0: this side note what how loud is music when you're when you're like listening to it in earbuds because that can be that's like direct right into your ear
1: that's really up to the user um, right. and that's actually a, a really another another big issue uh what the world Health Organization recently came out with a study stating that uh one uh, one billion people are at risk of hearing damage uh, due to due to loud sound from Entertainment and hearing devices, and so almost about fifty percent of that came from hearing devices, and the other fifty was from you know concerts and events and live and live uh, experiences like that. So that is a major issue as well as uh, people just listening too loud. And you know, if you think about it, you, you get on an airplane sometimes and you're sitting there for for two hours and you've got got your music cranked all the way to eleven. And if you were to be doing that in a you know a quiet house or something like that, you uh, you would definitely be feeling it. So yeah, it's easy too to, to get damaged through, through just turning up your music too loud as
0: well. Hmm. I literally just turned down my, my headphones as we were talking. (laughs) I was like, maybe this doesn't need to be as loud as it. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And a a lot of that, you know, is, is out of your hands or out of anyone's hands. It's more of a, just an education thing to let people know that, that this is real. Uh, I'm curious how you designed, how you designed these earplugs to filter sound but not lose sound quality. And I know that just from watching the episode that, that you said that you use some sort of technology that's in hearing aids, right?
1: It was basically a combination of, uh, of working with audiologists and sound engineers to come up with uh, a, a design that, that uh, was correct. Uh, you know, Vibes were not the first uh, high-fidelity hearing device, so we definitely uh, looked at other... Um, you know technologies that, that existed and, and came up with one that, that we thought was doing the best job we could at, at equally uh, distributing sound. So, to say that a different way, in, in short, uh, vibes are equally lowering the decibels between the, the fre- frequencies uh, and creating a flat line so you're still able to hear everything exactly as it's coming through the speakers of the instrument, just at a lower decibel. So, if you think about a, a foam ear plug, what it's doing is it's it's blocking out all of those uh, high frequencies. And so that's back to that you know, sound in another room example of, uh, of hearing just the thumping of the bass. It's not letting any of those highs come through where you know, you're gonna find uh, speech and, and voice and treble and different things. Um, and, and what we do is we actually filter that sound uh, so it's coming through uh, equally between bass and treble so you're able to hear it with, with clarity. Um, we do that through a unique sound tube that's that's actually trying to mimic your inner ear canal, so you're, um, it's interpreting the sound similar to the way your, your inner ear already is. and then a uh, acoustic filter, which, yes, is used in hearing aids to help balance sound frequencies and and replicate the sound. So it's kind of a combination of a few things. Um, and And ultimately, we are trying to reduce the sound equally between bass and treble, so you're not losing it. So the we joke it's it's a volume knob, really. Uh, right. It's not it's not changing the the pitch or frequency.
0: So how did you learn how to do all this stuff? What's your background? Did you have some sort of engineering background or
1: no? I linked up with people who are smarter than I was. Is what I did. So <laughs> uh, I uh, smart man. Uh, yeah, I, I it was it was. Um, Audiologists, sound engineers and and product designers and uh, I myself do not have a medical background I'm not an audiologist Uh, I don't claim to be Um, but it was working um, with people who who were in that world and understood it well um, and doing different tests and and trials and um, the University of Minnesota was uh, one of the labs that worked with us and we tested different prototypes along the way and we're you know mapping the the various designs of the frequencies and um, eventually came to a, a product that you can now see today.
0: So is this is this more, are you looking at this more for people who are going to concerts and, and different things like that or or going the other way towards for musicians or just for anyone who really needs to protect their hearing?
1: It's both. So uh, it's, it's concert goers and musicians um, and both kind of for the same reasons, obviously. Um, and and really it really is for anywhere where there's loud sound but you need to hear it clearly so again the music space is our main focus that's what it was designed for for the concert goer the musician Um, we do uh, work into other markets and again anywhere where it's loud but you need to hear clearly so occupational um, places like bartenders bar staff security um, other uses: motorcycle riders. We need to be able to hear kind of the world around you, but also reduce those decibels from wind noise or engine speed. Uh, fitness classes is a really big one. So people who are in spin classes or group fitness classes, they're very loud. Um, and so the last one is, is going to be sensory issues. So people with hyperacusis, autism, post-traumatic brain injuries, anyone who has hypersensitivity to sound for various reasons has been using our product to be able to uh, kind of live a more normal life. And although you can't see it through a podcast, the, uh, the product itself is, is meant to not be seen, so it's clear. Um, and so you can't really tell you're wearing it. So for a lot of scenarios, you know, people still see hearing protection sometimes with a stigma or, you know, don't want to be seen wearing it. Um, I think for musicians that's not the case, but for other scenarios uh, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's something people really love about it as well.
0: So how many dBs does it cut out?
1: It's 22 dB average across the frequency.
0: If you're like the rest of us, you probably need a quick and easy way to set up mics and record your drums. Look no further than the Sabian sound kit. This is two overhead mics that are pre-programmed to deal with the cymbals. And then there's a kick mic as well, goes into a Sabian mixer and it is ready to go. It's really plug and play and you can run it to a board, you can run it to a recording device, or you can use it for practice. And it actually has a record function so you can listen as reference to the things that you practice so that you can learn and get better. Check out some of the raw tracks to re recorded with this device as a pass through right into another recording device. Check it out. As you can see, it sounds great and it couldn't be easier to set up. You can learn more about the Sabian Sound Kit by going to sabiansoundkit.com. It's one thing to talk about how great Dream Symbols are, but it's another thing to actually hear them for yourselves. And the good thing about Dream is not only do they sound great, but they're also priced well below the competitor's prices, so that way you can actually afford to buy these Symbols. And if you don't think you can get a great sounding Symbol at a low price, check out DreamSymbols.com. But first, I want you to take a listen to what these things sound like. To learn more about Dream Symbols, be sure to check them out at DreamSymbols.com. It's amazing because using these and being able to hear the clarity is so much different than you know using some other some other product. And what I think discourages a lot of us as musicians is that we don't want to use something that's degrading the sound. Because I've been there and I've used those products and and they're just not they it's not enjoyable and it's hard to it's hard to practice with it's hard to play on the bandstand with because you're just. You're not hearing, you know, like I said before, you're not hearing the nuances of what's going on.
1: Yeah, correct. And that's that's the biggest issue and misconception, again, of people feeling that to lower decibels, you're going to lose quality. And, uh, and you know, we're, we're trying to do the opposite of it. And so we have lots and lots of musicians, bands, drummers, drum lines. We have Penn State, Clemson, uh, Texas Tech, uh, lots of different people who are using our product in the musician space. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's the biggest that big misconception of uh, of you're going to distort uh, by lowering it. And so the alternatives that are out there, uh, like you said, custom earplugs, um, are basically doing the the same thing. Although the cost is uh, quite a bit higher; it can be hundreds of dollars. Time with an audiologist.
0: Yeah, uh, mine was like mine were. I think they were two hundred dollars, and then I had to pay. I had to pay for the uh, for the time with the audiologist too.
1: And I joke they're just as easy to lose as uh, as something smaller. Too, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, not as fun to replace those, but, um, but yeah, basically, uh, our, our objective is similar to that of the custom molded earplugs, um, but, but at less of a cost and, uh, and with multiple size ear tips that we have that are replaceable, you, you can really make sure that you get that right size, um, for any ear and, and remain comfortable.
0: Yeah. So do you guys go to, to the dam conference?
1: Uh, we have, so yeah. we've, uh, we've attended, however, we haven't, uh, set up a, a booth. Okay, but because uh, yeah, that's some fun
0: there. Uh, well, I was thinking because that's there's so many so many instances there where you know, you're, if you forget them, you're thinking, man, I wish I would have had my earplugs here. And, and like you said, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be at a loud concert. You don't have to be, you know, uh, playing the drums specifically, but you can be in in a, just somewhere like a sports arena or you could, I mean, you know, I go to, I go to games all the time and it's, it's loud, man. It can get really loud in, in a lot of those places. And the fact that these things that we do in our daily lives can have, can have such an effect on us long-term. I think it's something to think about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And for musicians too, uh, you know, the, the damage comes accumulatively even throughout a given day. And so if you, if you had practice or a gig that day, and then you go to a, a sporting event or maybe a loud movie theater, that's all adding up over time and is causing, you know, fatigue to your ears. And so, Um, so yeah, it's definitely people using them in their everyday lives as well, just for loud environments. And especially if you're a musician and, uh, and you're, you're practicing frequently or playing gigs, um, you know, even outside of that, they're, they're going to be useful. And and I think, I think mostly as well, uh, people, people don't realize that our, our ears are designed for the natural world. And so if you really think about what kind of the loudest sounds are in the natural world, uh, you know, you have a a lion's roar and, and maybe lightning. And, and both those things are warning signs about, you know, some in, impending danger. Um, and that's really what we're designed for. And so now we live in this world that is just so, so noisy with all the modern technology, cars, trucks, again, movie theaters, speakers, um, you know, you name it. Uh, we're getting kind of bombarded with noise everywhere we go these days.
0: Yeah. And that we're not made to handle either. Correct. So, so are there, are, are there initiatives out there that are, that are, trying to get people to protect their ears that, that are trying to get people to understand the, the severity of this. And I know, I mean, when I, when I say that I know about the severity of this, I mean, a friend of mine can no longer play because they're borderline deaf just because of all the years of, of playing. So like, this is a real problem. And especially in my world, in the, in the drumming community, but in everyday life, it's a real problem. So are there initiatives going on? Are you guys part of any initiatives or, 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 you know, is there ways that we can spread the word about this?
1: There are. And I'd say they're, most, they're mostly tied to uh, tinnitus or tinnitus, which is, you know, ear ringing in your ear that doesn't go away, um, which is what people experience from from hearing loss and can be pretty traumatic to, to deal with throughout your life. Um, and there's a lot of um, <clears throat> there's a lot on that topic of people trying to to create awareness. We have awareness campaigns. Uh, as well, we also work with an organization called Hear the World Foundation. They're a, a manufacturer of, or sorry, they're a foundation to a manufacturer of, of hearing devices, um, and and they're at different concerts and events, uh, kind of spreading the word on 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 hearing damage. Um, but it's just one of those things. I think, you know, we relate it sometimes to what concussions are to football. Is kind of what what hearing damage. Uh, will become to musicians and concert goers. It's something that kind of accumulates over time and maybe isn't as a made as aware, but as, as it happens to more and more people, we think that, that it will be more of a, a topic.
0: I think that's a a worthy cause, man. I really do. And like I said, I'm, I'm a supporter. I'm an advocate. I, I believe in, and ever since I started wearing just, just earplugs in general, uh, just, you know totally noticed that driving home from the gigs i felt better you know later even the next day like i would have headaches the next day and all that kind of stuff and i and i joined a band and at the time we weren't using in-ear monitors or or anything like that and they all had earplugs and i was like you guys all wear earplugs on stage they're like yeah man (laughs) you got it and then i started wearing them and i could oh my god it's like it's night and day so for any of you listening anyone out there listening if you're not using earplugs when you're practicing if you're not using earplugs when you're playing a number 1 you're don't think well I'm only 17 years old or 22 years old I don't need to think about hearing loss but you do it's a serious thing like I feel like you know I'm like this old guy sitting here saying let protect your ears but it's important you it's it's a must it's a must that you have to do it really is
1: Absolutely. And back to that point on kind of, sorry, back to that point on not wanting to be, you know, all about hearing damage. The other part is just, uh, if you give them a try, you'll, you'll realize that in some cases, the music actually does sound better. And that's back to that point of, you know, your ears just aren't designed for that much noise. So, right. you know, right. now when when it comes to playing music or being in, in front of speakers uh, it's it's actually something that can make it all sound better because you're, you're getting the appropriate amount of sound into your ears so yeah I do encourage people to to definitely give them a try uh, no matter what type um, you know they're looking at and in your monitors are, are great as well obviously if you're um, if you're a musician uh, for that
0: mm-hmm. so if people want to pick up a pair of Vibes, I know that you and I talked earlier that you're willing to, to give a discount and some, and some free shipping and stuff just to get them out there. Yeah, so if you,
1: uh, our website is discovervibes.com or if you just Google Vibes earplugs, you'll get there pretty quick. Uh, we're also sold through Guitar Center and Musician's Friend um, and, and other, other retail stores as well. Um, and if you purchase through our own website right now with the discount code DRUMMER, uh, it will give you 15% off plus free shipping. So hopefully you uh, remember that if you're listening in.
0: They're great stocking stuff. They're, yeah, they're not like super expensive. So we're not even, you know, we're not talking about, you know, it's 15% off of, you know, $300 headphones. They're like, what are they? Like 20, you know, 25 bucks. twenty
1: three ninety nine at your door. So at a 15% discount, you're right around 20 bucks.
0: Nice. That's perfect. Delivered everything. Great stocking stuffer. And just like they're just if, if if you don't buy anything else for yourself this year that you should buy that protect your hearing, uh, you know, protect your your future career because you're going to need those ears if you're a musician. So, yeah, um, yeah. But Jack, I want to, uh, I want to, one, thank you for, for taking the time to chat with me. Two, I applaud your effort in, in the, the pursuit of trying to combat ear loss and, and helping people get there and doing it in a cool way because you're, you're preserving sound so that the thing that i hold dear most is music and you're protecting that by letting people protect their ears but also hear the music the way that it, that it should be enjoyed so i appreciate that for sure
1: thank you again for having me on
0: yeah of course and for everyone listening don't forget you can go to discovervibes.com. use the promo code drummer d-r-u-m-m-e-r you'll get 15% off plus free shipping and Jack, again, thank you for being part of the podcast. I do appreciate it. And uh, I will talk to you soon. Thanks for having me, Nick. All right. Thanks, Jack. So there you have it. The one and only Jackson man. And you can learn more about vibes by going to discovervibes.com. Also, if you use the promo code drummer, D R U M M E R, you will save 15% and you'll get free shipping. So if you want to get these, and they're cheap, they're already, they're 25 bucks or something. So 20 bucks to you delivered is a heck of a deal to keep your ears protected and you're not going to lose any clarity or anything like that. I highly recommend that you do that and protect your ears, folks. And I hope you dug this. I am getting more into talking to product managers, talking to people who make things in and around the drumming community because one, I know that you enjoy it and two, I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting stuff. I like the idea of creating something that has never been around before or what goes into creating a product. So really cool stuff and I thank Jack for coming on the podcast and for you if you love this podcast one thing that you can do is share it so anytime a new episode comes out share it anytime you see it on instagram share it on twitter facebook all that stuff that helps other people know about the podcast so please do that share it with your friends and share it with your students and anyone else who likes drumming or likes listening to a guy ramble about nonsensical stuff that would be me And until the next podcast, keep drumming. Thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate it. And I'll be talking to you soon. Peace.